Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, the benefits of being a good listener as a leader. Arturo, listening might be the most important yet unsexy and underrated skill on the planet. Why? I mean, well, listen, first and, first and foremost, I think I feel like it's, it's like common sense. I mean, when you're talking about management of people or you're talking about leadership, I mean, I think one of the, one of the first things, at least that comes to my mind, is, is this concept of you know, having an open door and um, you know, the concept of actually being a great listener. But um, there's so many benefits that, that I think that go towards, uh, towards this concept of actually being a great listener with your team. You know, for me, some of the things that um, I think stand out is it it helps provide clarity, right? It helps provide clarity. You're obviously listening to somebody for a specific reason. So whether it's they're transmitting information, just general data on the performance of the team or themselves, um, or they're trying to bring to your attention that there's an issue, um, or it's just, uh, again, it's, it's constructive dialogue that happens in, in every office across the country. Um, I think that by by being a great listener, you you allow yourself to understand what is going on, and it brings a lot more clarity to the situation, whatever that situation is, positive or you know maybe perhaps there's there's something that needs corrective action. I think the other thing is it does is it 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 emphasizes the e word, so it's strong empathy. It really creates some. I think you know the the, the outward appearance uh, of a leader who has strong listening skills. Is that they are um, highly empathetic, you know, that they that they want to understand the situation, and um, and are ready and willing to uh, to potentially sit down and, and create some type of resolution. I think the other thing is that it you know it builds trust. I mean, being a great listener is um, is one of the foundations for for building trust within the team. And I think that you cannot be a strong leader. Um, where you know you, you're anticipating or hoping that people are going to be following in your footsteps if you don't have trust. Uh, I think it's a, it's a critical thing, if not one of the most uh, important pieces. Um, it allows for um, strong two-way dialogue. You know, so um, in order to be able to move agendas and to create, I think, a better morale within the company, it cannot just be a one-way dialogue from the top down. You really have to be a great listener and have to open up those paths of communication. The other thing is that, you know, like I said early on, it, it really emphasizes the open door concept. And, you know, it's like, you know, every leader, every company kind of emphasizes that you, you see it, you know, detailed in handbooks across the country. And it's, but is it, is it true? Is it, is it really uh, a fact that the company really uh, encourages uh, people to be able to communicate? And if you can't uh, let people know that you're a good listener, People aren't going to communicate with you, and that's a, that's a big that's a big factor in um, in getting to the next step as a team and as a company. Yeah, one hundred percent. Success in business is very much around communication because if I look at teams or projects or clients that have not gone well. I can almost guarantee you the number one reason for that is communication or a lack thereof, where people just stop communicating to where there's no exchange of information or oftentimes as leaders and people see it as the hierarchy where the leader isn't listening to the feedback of a team and people want to be heard and people want to be felt. 
And we've talked about so many of these characteristics on previous episodes here for ways to be a more effective leader. One of the unique perspectives I come at from this in uh, coaching high-performing entrepreneurs and business leaders on a regular basis is I'm a master of language. So what you speak tells me the story of who you are. So because of that, listening is one of my superpowers. I hear everything that everybody says because you will tell me everything that I need to know by the words that you are saying. So part of being a great listener as a leader is also being a master of language because the things that you say to others is going to inform the way that they listen to you. And then on the other way around, what they are saying to you, there's the story behind the story. Or uh, I studied uh, improv and comedy writing at Second City. And when writing jokes, oftentimes it is about the subtext. It is sharing a joke without exactly saying what the joke is about. And when it comes to listening, we're listening for the subtext, the story behind the story. And I know in my world, there are two things that are immediate triggers for me. Number one is if you say the word, I am. Because when you say I am, it's an identity statement. You're about to tell me who you are. And then on the flip side, if you tell me I am not, well, you're about to tell me everything that you're not, and I'm not interested in that because Arturo, you and I did not start the conversation by saying, and here's Arturo Gomez who is not a trapeze artist. But a lot of people speak into the world the things that they are not. As leaders, we want to create power in our team to help them be the best versions of themselves. And the best way that they can do that is by speaking powerful identities of who they are, not speaking what they are not into the world. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think the other thing that's that's important, you said a couple things, uh, you know, there's it's, it's getting to know uh, the individual. You can't, it's very, very difficult to manage somebody if you don't understand them, you don't know them. It, it really is. It, it's it's not one. There is no one size fits all in in communicating and managing humans. It, it really it just doesn't exist. So um, the other thing is that um, you're right. It, it shuts off communication. And as a leader, you have to. And, and by the way, this is so we're talking about a couple things. So you're the leader. You're the leader of the of the organization that has responsibilities to the stakeholders. And you're also the leader of the organization that has responsibility to the to the employees and to the people that you're you're overseeing. And so, the second you stop um, allowing communication to come in from the front lines, whether again, whatever whatever that that information is, you're really selling yourself short. And you're cutting off a, a very, very critical part of what actually makes teams very successful. So, but I, I think you know that the getting to know somebody is 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 also another you know critical piece because if you can't, if you don't know who that individual is, you can't really curate and 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 design a program that's going to motivate that individual to a high level. I'm curious from your perspective, Arturo. When someone is not listening, and this doesn't mean that we have team members who just don't talk to us or who just don't hear anything, oftentimes there may be periods or speed bumps in which uh, there's some incongruency in communication where 
Things are getting lost in translation. What I am saying and what you are hearing are two different things. And there's a lot of factors that go into it because the way that somebody shows up when they come to work uh, is going to affect how they hear and experience their work. It's why I am so fanatical about my morning routine and designing myself into the best version of myself every single morning. That way I can be the best for everyone that I work with and everyone on my team. But that is not always the case for everyone because we do understand that life happens. And I'm curious from your perspective, what do you do or what signals when you notice that someone is is not listening or there's um, a missing link in communication i let them know i mean i let them know it's in and whether it's it's somebody that has the responsibility of managing other people or it's somebody that is you know a a a teammate at you know lower level mid-level high level it doesn't to me doesn't really matter i think the act or the idea of listening is respectful I think it's respectful and I think that that's the behavior, certainly the behavior that I that I want to see within my team. And I think that, again, it's for me that the, 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 the clarity point is allowing people to, to understand what benefits they're going to gain by actually being a good listener. So, but to me, I, I, I call it out. I mean, I don't, I don't really allow that type of shutdown mentality or attitude to really exist anywhere around me because you know what, it's, it's, it's counterproductive. It's counterproductive. I have something to say. You have something to say. We're going to give you an opportunity to speak your mind, whether or not I agree. That's, you know, it's entirely besides the point. I think allowing for dialogue and conversation is healthy, no matter what level or what position you are within the organization. And honestly, like I said, it's for me, to me, it's a, it's a morale related thing as well. And so the culture of the company, if people walk into the company and said, nobody wants to listen, nobody cares. Then what what type of what type of output what type of morale what type of culture are you going to really create? Again, it's not and it's not just for the for the people at the top. It's it's also something to make sure that the people um, throughout the entire organization understand the value of it because it's not even just about hey how how do we interact within within the team? This is this is a we're, we're talking about uh, high level qualities for people to have just in their life, you know. So I think it's really important that. Um, that uh, the integrity of uh, in the value of what it means to be a great listener is perpetuated and pushed down throughout the organization. So one of the things you mentioned was benefits of listening. And uh, one of the businesses that I run, I've got a business partner who is a former Special Forces Green Beret. This is my AI company that I run. And he says, Rob, leaders are listeners. So, so often when he was in his military operations, he's sharing these stories with me, he notices the best leaders are often the ones who are saying the least because you get to learn a lot more when you're listening. And I think back to uh, one of the clients I had back in the day where I was helping them create a brand strategy all around uh, video and YouTube. So we're doing like a, a one hour session where they're brain dumping things for me. And 45 minutes went by and I didn't say a word in this conversation. And they're like, Rob, what's going on? Why are you so quiet? And I sat there and I was like, 
you guys did not stop talking for 45 minutes straight. And Arturo, you talked about the culture that gets created. And this company had created a culture of dysfunction where they're just talking over each other. And despite the fact that they brought in an expert to try and help guide them in what they are doing, I sat there and I was like, listen, guys, you're cooking. This is part of the problem. I know we're coming in here to build a YouTube strategy, but oftentimes what happens in a lot of this work is it ends up becoming uh, personal growth and development and, and team management where they can't even communicate with each other, which is why they can't even create a digital strategy that has any form of harmony and I, as the leader, just sit back there and they're telling me everything I need to know about themselves just by me listening. And at the same time, Arturo, one of the things that I love about doing this podcast with you is I can just sit here and listen and learn from you. So one of the little Trojan horses of being a podcast host is I go and find amazing hosts or guests and I just sit back and listen and learn. It's the truth. I mean, to listen to the other thing that I think having the behavioral patterns or understanding what it means to be a good listener, I think is not even just exclusively limited to, uh, you know, two individuals talking. Um, I think being a good listener also allows people to hear what, you know, hear what the world's trying to tell you, hear what the world's trying to tell you. This is from maybe on a business level, on a personal level, I think taking an opportunity to, you know, to turn down the noise and to see, you know, what, what, you know, what, what things you can pick up. And again, it's, it's listen to the market, listen to, you know, outside energies, outside input. I think that is, um, it, it's certainly very helpful for me on a personal level. Um, and in many of my businesses, uh, trying to understand what the market is trying to tell me, um, you know, is, is another thing that if your, if your mind is not open for that communication and allowing it to come in, you're going to have a real problem. So Arturo, now time for the action item or takeaway. And it's like, how in the world do we actually work on being a better listener? I've got a very simple exercise that I learned, and it's all around a term called sensory acuity. Your ability as a leader to develop the senses around you. So here's what I would love for you to do. In the next day or the next week, when you're in a group setting, I want you to intentionally sit back in the conversation if there's multiple people there and just watch what unfolds in front of you to where you're using your senses and you're using your listening. Because when I did this for the first time, I was at the bar with my friends and I was like, all right, I want to start working on my sensory acuity. So I just sat back in the conversation and there's three of my friends in front of me and I'm just listening to see what happened. And I was floored because I watched as my friends talked all over each other, waited for one person to talk so that they could jump right back in. Then I started to listen about what the conversations were about. And so often we live in this reactive world where I'm next to talk. But when you sit back and audit your surroundings and what's happening in front of you, it will blow your mind at what you see in an experience because this is the opportunity for you as a leader to say, holy smokes, I don't want to be in the rat race of communication like the rest of the world. Let me be more aware of the way that I speak and the way that I listen. And it's such a simple thing. What about you, Arturo? What's your action item or takeaway? Man, I think, um, you know, just try to do... Um you know, do do a self audit. Do do an audit with you know with a teammate. Do an audit with you know somebody that um, 
you know, that, that cares about you and ask, ask the question. I mean, it's, I think traditionally, if you're, if you're not a good listener in your personal relationships with maybe your wife or your husband, you're probably, you're probably bringing that same type of energy and, and, um, uh, lack of control to other situations. And I think that, um, you know, you get a really good perspective and it's something that I think is very, it, to me, it's it, having awareness, having awareness that you are either a really good listener or, you, or you're not, or you're somewhere in between, I think gives you the ability to start making some corrective action. Because if the intent is that I really do want to be a better listener, um, I think just knowing if you're that person that's constantly interrupting people is probably uh, a good thing and can can help create some clarity in terms of where you need to tighten up. Yeah, and now we want to hear from you. And we created a Leadership DNA LinkedIn page. And shout out to everybody that I've connected with. Arturo, I can tell who those people are because they're coming from your network. If you have not connected with Arturo or myself, make sure to one, follow the Leadership DNA page. And then number two, make sure to connect with both of us. We're sharing content. Both of us are tagged in it. Arturo, where can everybody connect with you? Best place is going to be LinkedIn, Arturo Gomez. And on my end, you can hit me up on LinkedIn or Instagram at Rob Cressy.